So I was just wondering, how are your resolutions for 2024 coming along? How was your January? Or rather, more importantly, how were you in the first month of the year? Well, I think it's quite obvious that my January had been quite crazy. Honestly, there were so many changes and so many new things happening all at once that I could hardly keep track of my old routines, let alone new resolutions. I'm not ready to give up on them just yet though. After all, it's a new month with another day one. We also have another New Year's Day coming up in just a few weeks. But the fact is, we don't ever really need to start anything on the first day of a year, first day of a month, or even the first day of a week. When you set your mind, put your foot down and really start, whatever date that may be, that will be the first day for you. This is Hedim and today's Wonder Hours starts now. Welcome to Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. We started today's show with Pumki and his song How You Feel featuring Palo Alto and Givion. My New Year's resolution was to develop a healthier lifestyle and so far I've been pretty good. There's room for improvement but I'm still working on it, yes. The start of a new year or even the start of a new month definitely gives us that extra push to start something new or start working toward a goal. But at the same time, it seems to make us forget that we don't need to start anything on any specific day on the calendar. The day we start to exercise, the day we start to read, the day we start studying another language, that's day one for us. And if we break a streak, we can just go ahead and have another day one, and another, and another. No need to feel discouraged or wait another 11 months to start all over again. So what would you start on this first day of February? Tell me all about it during our segment that's literally called Tell Me. Tell me how you're doing, tell me what's on your mind, tell me which songs you want to listen to. You can message me using the KBS Kung app or by leaving a comment on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. Today's show has been pre-recorded, so I'll be reading some of the messages and requests you've sent in earlier. But I will look forward to your messages about your resolutions, so I hope you'll drop a line. Meanwhile, coming up in the second hour of the show is a segment designed to introduce you and me to some hidden gems of the K-pop world. K-pop producer and engineer John Kim will be here to share some of his jams with us, so be sure to stay tuned. But first, I'll be back with today's Tell Me after another song break. Here is Sweet Sorrow and their song, Sallego Pounding Heart. You don't have to tell me you love me. You don't have to tell me you've been waiting for me. But please do tell me something about yourself. Tell me something funny that's happened to you today. Tell me what you're thinking or how you're feeling. Tell me anything that's on your mind that you feel like sharing. And while at it, tell me which songs you want to hear too, won't you?
A Sayon in the World of Korean Radio is a story or an anecdote that the listeners send in to have shared on air. It's what transforms this usually one-way medium into a means of communication and connection, allowing us to be on the same wavelength. Today, we've got lots of messages telling us a bit about themselves, and I love them. First, we have a message from It Is Me, Paul T. Hi, DJ Hedim. As soon as I saw that you were hosting the New Year special for KBS, I was hoping that you'd be a DJ at KBS. I just started my nursing school, so I might not write in too much for the next two years, but I'll definitely be tuning in. Wow, thank you. It is me, Paul T. Thank you so much for this wonderful message and congratulations on starting your nursing school. I know you will be busy, but I hope you'll still find time to listen to this channel. Thank you so much once again. The next comment is from Kazuha Shokojo. Hello, I'm Sara. My nickname is Kazuha from Algeria. And I'm a listener from the debut of OFD and happy to see that it returns in a new style. I've been a big fan of Korean culture from a young age and it's been more than 20 years now. Wow, 20 years. My first K-drama was Springtime starring Kim Hyun-ju, which was so sad. After that, I watched Sad Love Story, My Lovely Samsoon, Full House, Daejanggum, and so on. And then started searching about Korea and found K-pop. My first group was Double S501, so I think I'm an old fan. Now I'm addicted to Korean webtoons, but I think I should stop talking. Otherwise, I'll, I'll not stop talking about Korea. Wow, what a beautiful comment. Uh, welcome to the world of K-culture, and thank you so much for your love and support of K-culture. Wow, K-dramas, I know, right? It is the best, so I feel you. <laughs> Daejanggum, ah, that was a big hit. And Full House, I was a big fan of that too. And Double S501, wow, I think they were my, one of my first favorite idol group too. So we're on the same page. <laughs> and Webtoons, I didn't know much about Webtoons until my husband told me about, introduced me to Webtoons. He, my husband is a big fan. He tells me all about it. <laughs> and the stories are beyond expectation. It's a whole new world out there. Wow. The next comment is from Rakesh Rao Rakesh. Hello, my name is Rakesh. I am from Chennai, India. I'm a listener of KBS Radio. Thank you, Rakesh, from, for sending your message all the way from India. Thank you so much. Mohammed Akil Bashir, warm greetings from Pakistan. I'm Mohammed Akil Bashir, an electrical instructor and a devoted follower of your broadcast. Your efforts to unite people and spread joy are truly inspiring. May your message of love and togetherness continue to shine brightly. Wishing you all the best. Wow, thank you so much for your kind message. People are really listening to, to this broadcast from all over the world. I can really tell that it's a global show. The next message is from Tasmia Tassin. Hi, my name is Tassin and I'm a lady from Bangladesh. I'm born in the ear of the wood dog, same as Exos Sehun. I first became a K-pop fan since I was 16 on May 29. 2011. I'm the bangne among the, my siblings and the age difference between the eldest and me is 10.9 years. Wow, 10 years. That's a big 
gap. Hmm. Well, thank you for your message. The next message and the last comment is from is from Humble TLC Home Cooked. Hello, DJ Hedim. I'm from Singapore. I'm a longtime listener since from OFD days, and even the past four months with with OFD light. I only miss the broadcast whenever I'm not in town. Otherwise, every day, I would be there to listen to the broadcast. I would like to request for the song "Because We Loved" by Kang Min Kyung and Choi Jung Hoon, Chanabi. Thank you, and look forward to listening to your program daily. Cheers! Thank you so much for your wonderful comment all the way from Singapore. Rina, aka Sa, also made a request for the songs "Horoga Omnen God," "Where Am I" by Ha Hyun Sang. So we'll listen to that one first, and then listen to "Uri Kroke Sarangeso" because we loved by Kang Min Kyung and Choi Jung Hoon. We just heard "Uri Kroke Sarangeso" because we loved by Kang Min Kyung of Tabichi and Choi Jung Hoon of Chanabi. And before that, it was Ha Hyun Sang and his song "Horoga Omnen God," "Where Am I." Thank you all for your request. If you want to send a song request or share your sayon on the show, don't hesitate to leave a message. If you're tuning in via the KBS Kong app, you can leave a message on the chat board. If you're in Korea, you can send me a text message at sharp eight one five zero. If you're on Instagram, leave your sayon as a comment on our post at KBS One Fine Day. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com/kbsenglishservice and on YouTube. It's youtube.com/slash/atkbsworldradioservice. We've also got a special event underway on our social media accounts right now, so be sure to check it out for a chance to win some small prizes. We're going to take a quick song break now, and when we come back, we'll take a look at some music charts from the past. For now, here is Chong Yonghua and his song "Noye Toshi," Your City. Songs have the power to move us through time. More often than not, it only takes a song from the past to take us back, back to the days when we used to listen to the song on a loop, or back to the days when the song was just so hot. Time for us to go back in time and listen to some of the hottest songs of a random week, according to the charts. Today we're going way back to the first week of August 1992. This was, of course, the days of Kayo Top 10, the music chart program that predated even the term K-pop. And the number one song of the week on this program had been "Nan Arayo I Know" by Sotejiwa Idol. Released in March of 1992 as the title track of their self-titled debut album, this was their famous epoch-marking debut song that changed the Korean music scene forever. To this day, music critics say the history of Korean popular music is divided into before Sotejiwa Idol and after Sotejiwa Idol. And here's a bit of the song's lyrics. I know that when this night flows on, somebody will have to leave me. I now know the fact and its reasons. I couldn't say I love you, but it's too late now. What was I doing then? Your smile was too beautiful. 
Meanwhile, on the other side of the globe, another legend was sitting atop the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It was American pop diva Madonna with her song, This Used to Be My Playground. The song was recorded for the soundtrack of the movie A League of Their Own, which actually also starred Madonna. It was released as a standalone single in June of 1992 and soon became Madonna's 10th chart-topping single. In addition to the U.S. singles chart, the song also reached the top of the charts in Canada, Finland, Italy, and Sweden. Described as a reflective ballad, the song's nostalgic lyrics go like this. This used to be my playground. This used to be my childhood dream. This used to be the place I ran to whenever I was in need of a friend. Why did it have to end? And why do they always say, don't look back? Let's listen to those two songs right now. First up is Sotejiwa Aider with Lan Arayo, I Know, followed by Madonna and her song, This Used to Be My Playground. Back when the Wonder Girls were always on the move, with all of us girls crammed into our van, whether we were feeling giddy and giggly or just exhausted and groggy, one of the members would always end up saying the magic words that would have me think of a song to play. And those magic words were, Hey DJ Hedim, drop the beat. Those words still bring songs into my mind, and I'd like to share at least one of those with you each day. Today, the song I've picked to share with you is... Endless by Flower. The band Flower formed and made their debut in 1999 and quickly became one of the leaders of the rock ballad genre that became extremely popular here in the early 2000s. Their song Endless was released in 2000 as a part of the soundtrack of the KBS drama Nunkot Snowflakes and went on to become one of the band's signature songs. And I chose this song because... First of all, I'm a big fan of Flower, and this is just a beautiful song regardless of era. Aren't there songs you just love so much that you just have to listen to it live? There are two concerts I ended up going just to hear those songs live. One was Gravity by John Mayer, and the other was Endless by Flower. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was just one month ago that I went to see Flower's concert, and Hands down, it was the best concert ever. I want to go every year. <laughs> Their song is definitely on my playlist. Right, so let's listen to it right now. It is Endless by Flower. We just heard Flower and their song Endless. But ironically, we're now at the end of the first wonder hour of the day. Coming up in the second hour of today's show is what I think will be a super fun segment we're calling John's Jams. Stick around to learn about some great new songs. Even your music streaming apps may not have had a chance to recommend to you just yet. I'll be right back with the second Wonder Hour after just one more song break. Let's listen to IU with Love Wins All.
Welcome to the second half of Wonder Hours with Hedim on KBS World Radio. As I mentioned earlier, in just a moment, I'll be joined in the studio by K-pop producer and engineer John Kim, who will introduce us to some deep cuts we just might fall in love with. But first, let me remind you one more time how you can reach me if you have any questions or comments. You can text me at sharp8150 if you're in Korea. And if you're anywhere else in the world, feel free to message me on Kong or leave me a message on our post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave me your messages there as well. And now let's take a song break while John gets settled in here. The first song I have for you is What Are We by Peko and Park Ji-won of Promise 9. And after that, we'll listen to Kim Pil and his song Love You featuring Tablo. According to reports, around 120,000 new tracks are released on music streaming platforms each day. When there's absolutely no hope of listening to all of them, how are we to figure out which new song will be our next favorite track? The fact of the matter is, not all great songs make it up the charts, and not everyone has the same taste in music. So it's just inevitable that some wonderful gems would slip through our fingers without us even noticing. But it's not all hopeless. Here to point us toward the right direction is K-pop producer and engineer John Kim for our segment, John's Jams. <laughs> Hi, John. Nice to meet you. Hello. It's so great to meet you. I've heard such great things. Man, it's great to be back in the studio. It's It's been a while since I've been back here, but yeah. Thanks for coming again. I've been listening to your radio mm-hmm. uh that mm-hmm. you did with Lena yeah. before, so I feel very familiar listening oh, to your voice. Yeah, I mean, you know, radio is it's a funny thing. It's like, no matter how much you do it, it's always so nerve-wracking. I know. It's so <laughs> nerve-wracking. You always get so nervous. And I, I even with Lena, like, we've been doing it for a while, but every time I come in, I, I, my heart starts racing and I just start speaking too fast. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's mm. it's tough to do, but it's fun at the same time. Yeah, it's we're, really fun. We're definitely on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that all the one fine day listeners love you, but yeah. there may be some new Wonder Hours listeners out there who may not mm-hmm. be very familiar with you just yet. Mm-hmm. So, would you mind introducing yourself to the new listeners? Yeah, for sure. So, I'm John. Um, John S. Kim, if you search me up, that's how uh, you might be able to find me. So I work as a producer, a songwriter, and an engineer uh, in in Seoul. Um, my studio is called Studio JSK, and we work with basically artists from all around Korea and also uh, internationally as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do mixing, recording, songwriting. Uh, we do basically everything here. and um, You also do commercials? Uh, we've done a few. Uh, mm. We've been working with some voiceover studios that have also done... Oh, fun fact. So mm. I, I record <laughs> sometimes for like the TOEFL test. You know, there's like the wow. um, number one 
What the blah, 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 blah. Oh, so I, really? I record stuff like that too, and then also like the toeic test things That's like that. So cool. Yeah, not, not also, just music, but not just mm. music. Yeah, so I do a lot of different things here and there. But um, you might see see me uh, hanging around random places doing random like field recordings as well for certain artists, and yeah, I'm I'm all over the place doing a bunch of different things. Then how how do you keep up with all the new releases when you're so busy with your schedule? So the fun thing is I can't. I can't. <laughs> I really can't. But um, radio. Yes. So with Lena and One Fine Day and now with Wonder Hours, I'm going to have a little bit more time and I'm going to have to commit basically to finding new music, right? So I always told Lena this this segment for me was always like um, it was like a homework assignment uh, in, in a sense I that see. like we come in together we it's like a group project right uh-huh. we come in prepared with what we know and then we compile it together and we go over our research and we kind of have a group study session hmm. I feel like that's what what would describe it best uh-huh, I yeah. feel you mm-hmm. hmm. I look forward to getting your recommendations from now on both mm-hmm. mainstream and otherwise yes. right so let's get started Yeah, so uh, for today's playlist, I kind of put together something that I think um, would best represent me and uh, the the studio as well to kind of represent our sound, Uh, especially since it's our first time meeting and some Mm -hmm. of our new listeners might not know um, some of the stuff that I've worked on. And so... Uh, there are some obscure things in here um, that you might not have heard before. And there might be some familiar songs here as well. Uh, but yeah, this is all just some stuff that we've worked on over the years. And um, some some important ones and some ones that also just kind of stick out in my memory. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I saw the song list that you've brought in today uh-huh. and I, I didn't recognize any of those. Okay. I'm curious. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so sounds fantastic. So what's the first song we're going to listen to? All right, so the first song is it's called Love Fi by Jacoby. And so if you're a One Fine Day listener, then you might know um, this artist. I've brought him in a few times, but he's my good friend. Uh, he's actually best known for doing commercials for a bunch of different companies, like mm-hmm. the, the latest like car commercials and like burger chain commercials. Uh, if you hear his voice on this track, you might be like, oh, I've heard that voice somewhere before. (laughs) But yeah, so like I said, he does commercials, but he started off doing music and he still does music to this day. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, just look out for him. This is a song that was released in 2020 um, on his EP, Love Is Why We Are Here. And uh, it was produced by himself, Jacoby, as well Mm -hmm. as his good friend, Oong Kim. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we mixed it at our studio and... um, one of the reasons why I brought this one in is because I'm so close with Jacoby and so he trusts me uh, with his mixes and so I get to be really creative mm. on, on his songs. Um, with a lot of music in Korea, they send you the song and they just want it cleaned up, right? Yeah. They don't really <laughs> want you to touch it up too much. They don't want you adding crazy effects and stuff because right, right. uh, they already had their vision in mind. They have everything planned out so if you go mm-hmm. in a different direction oh, right. it's kind of... Mm. Yeah, they're like, why, why are you doing that? That's not what we asked for, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I, I always I always try to stick to that except for these rare exceptions where I have friends that really come to me for my specific touch. Mm-hmm. And so if you listen to this song, you're going to hear a lot of interesting tape stops, uh, interesting delay effects, um, interesting vocal effects. And um, I really, I aimed for this track to just sound huge. Mm-hmm. I wanted his vocals to sound really big. And so you're going to hear the backgrounds really pumping up his lead vocal wow. as well. And you're going to hear a nice tight low end. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of creative stuff in 
in there that uh, you might not hear from regular K-pop, but it's my personal touch. And mm. I don't know. I, I think it came out pretty good. Jacoby loved it. And the reception to it was pretty good. So Wow, I yeah. can't wait to hear it. Mm-hmm. Now, let's listen to the song right now. Here is Love Fi by Jacoby. Wow, I feel so <laughs> hip and cool listening to, to this song. <laughs> What do you think? It's, it's, it's an interesting song, right? It's definitely an interesting song. It mm-hmm. feels very abundant. Uh-huh. All of the instruments and the sound coming in together so yeah. well. It blends mm-hmm. so well together. Thank you, thank you. I feel like I'm going to get cooler every time, I, every time we do the program together. Mm, Hopefully we, we get, get a little bit more informed. You know, there was something that I used to love doing on the old segment was I did this little segment within the segment. I called it Who Are You? And I would oh. always bring in these obscure artists that no one has ever heard about. <laughs> um, so hopefully we can, we can get more informed through that too, starting mm. from the next one. But yeah, that, that was a great song. Um, And I could really feel your touches there. The, really? The, it's so uh, mm-hmm. detailed. Yeah. So Somsehan uh, feel, I could feel it. Oh, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Jacoby's a great artist. And I, I'm just really glad that he trusts me to do that work with him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great song to listen to any time of the day. Yeah, Whether yeah. you are uh, after work, when you're drinking, mm-hmm. having a drink with a friend, or For when sure. you're going to work, just any time. I think what's also cool about it is, you know, it's been four years now since that release, but it still doesn't, it doesn't sound like it's four oh, years not old, at all. right? Yeah. If you, tell me, if you uh-huh. told me that it was a newly released song, uh-huh. I would have believed that. Yeah. Very hip. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. It was ahead of its time, for sure. Hmm. Now, what's the next song on our list? All right, so this is a more recent one. Some of you might have heard it. Uh, this is an uh, upcoming indie band. Uh, they're called Benchi Video. Benchi Video. So, hmm. yeah, this is an obscure one, but they've been really rising in the scene of in the Hongdae scene actually so um, there's a lot of different clubs and venues where bands will perform live in Hongdae and they've really risen over the years they started off kind of just like as a nobody but within the last 2-3 years they've really risen up and now they're selling out all of their shows right now Um, and they've grown their following so much so that um, they've recently signed with a big label Hmm. And uh, yeah, they've been sponsored for a lot of new upcoming stuff. So definitely be on the watch for that. But this one that we're listening to is it's from their latest uh, full-length album. It was called Chorok Chuibo. It was released in the summer. Um, and this is their title track. It's called Summer Rain. Sorry. Yeah. So this do you, is. Do you know? Do you know what their mm-hmm. their team the, their name means? Bench Wheelie. You know, so it's, it sounds it's, very unique. It is very unique, but I think it's just a fun play on words. You know, there's like we're on top of the bench. Penchu vide, vide. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's just like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they have a very interesting name. They have an interesting group composition as well. Um, the drummer is uh, French. Mm. Um, and he was also on this one uh, program. Um, you know, the one where foreigners come. It's like Osawa. it's your first time in Korea right so he was on that as well and so that helped gain some following and um, the band leader he was uh, he was a writer and so he teaches at a hagwon right now too the guitarist builds houses He's wow. a house builder, but he does the band on the side, and the bassist also does different work as well. So they have an interesting group composition, but they all come together to create this really interesting sound. Um, they've recently started trusting me with 
all of their albums and all their releases. Uh, so I've been producing exclusively for them. Um, and this was kind of the big start for it. So this is one where I feel like I was still struggling to kind of grasp their sound and incorporate it with what I was thinking. And so you're going to mm-hmm. hear some conflicting ideas, <laughs> but... But I think that's the merit in this song. It, it has a little bit of a grittiness to it. Mm. And my wife, personally, she says this is her favorite song of all of their all of their music. Really? And although I don't feel that way because I feel like it's <laughs> too uh, out there. Um, you know, fans have actually really enjoyed it. Because, you know, um, there was a few releases in the past like uh, by uh, like FX where they had this one song where like the tempo changes in the middle, the genre oh, yeah. changes completely, right? And that also had big impact, right? And so this is... You'll hear some of that. It's not as intense, but you'll hear parts in like the verses where I add in sort of my R&B touches and then you'll hear their band influences coming in in the choruses and maybe in, even in the outro. Um, yeah, there's, there's just a lot going on here. It sounds very exciting. Yeah, but uh, I mean, in the future, I think we're going to probably be able to meld our sounds a little better. Like we have one in the works right now. I think it's a little bit more kind of meshed together but this one it's like oil and water but you know oil and water it's not always a bad thing yeah it's it's not always a bad thing it's sometimes good to have two clear perspectives too and i think that's the merit in this song i'm so curious to hear this song let's perk up our ears for john's influences as a producer on this track here is summer rain by pensuideo we just listened to another beautiful song Mm -hmm. i had two thoughts while listening to the song. Sure. First of all, uh, mm-hmm. when the vocalist started singing, uh-huh. I thought, oh, this is so JRP style. Oh, okay. I think... I, I, I know yeah. what you're talking about. You yeah, know, I know what, what I mean? you're talking about. I think yeah. JRP would really like uh, his vocal uh-huh. style. He, mm-hmm. he would really like... He likes this kind of stuff. So, for sure, for sure. So... Um, he sings as he's talking. Right, right. Sounds it's, very it's, natural. Yeah, it's very unique. Very unique. Uh-huh. And then when it comes to the chorus... Mm-hmm. It feels like uh, a cool wind on a hot summer day. Yeah. Like she won on the Love that. And secondly, the guitar sound is uh-huh. so catchy. In oh, the yeah. beginning, mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know how to express it, but that right, right. sound. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a funny story. So originally what happened was they sent me the demo for this song. And that guitar line was in there somewhere in the middle of the song. And I thought it was such an amazing guitar line. Yeah. I sliced it up and I just pasted it across the entire verse and oh, then I built the job. song around that just because I thought that would be such a great like motif to carry the verse through mm. and then also there's another line in the uh, chorus as well that was also just a riff somewhere random that I s- basically took I spliced that and I turned that into the motif for the chorus as well and I, I think they really enjoyed that too because um, sometimes with artists they have so many ideas right and so they'll put mm-hmm. all their ideas across a entire track and there's it's just oversaturated right. sometimes. you need somebody to come and organize it for you right so to just come in and say you know this is really great all this other stuff it's good but this is what's really great mm. so we'll take this and we'll build the song around this mm, right? I think I think you mix uh-huh. it up beautifully thank you so much <laughs> thank you uh, so mm-hmm. I just learned another beautiful song I feel like mm-hmm. an insider talking to you inside the game as no. I'm talking to you you know I, I always <laughs> felt like I was never like a huge insider you know just cause I I don't know no way 
I don't know. I work with <laughs> I work with a lot of people that are on the inside, but I always feel like I'm on the outside, just just working. I I don't know how to explain uh, it. But, I think I I know uh, what you mean. Yeah, just I because, feel the same way too. Yeah, because I'm I'm not the one in the spotlight, right? Because mm. it's always the artist, and I'm just trying to help them and just promote them. Um, but yeah, that's that's just how I feel. So I always feel like I'm looking <laughs> out, uh, from from the outside. I'm looking in. Uh, and mm. as for me, mm-hmm. because I was in uh, an mm-hmm. idol group member myself people right. think i'm very i know uh, all the music and uh-huh. all the cool st- jams right. uh-huh. but no i uh-huh. listen to like 90 oh, early yeah. 2000s yeah, old yeah. k-pop music so I, I don't know what's going on recently especially because yeah. i'm busy mom oh, <laughs> so right, i right. can't keep up with the uh, recent trend i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> i'm with you there too yeah all right now let's move on to our next track what's next all right so this is one a lot of you might have already heard um but you probably didn't know that I was involved on it. So this is called <laughs> On Fire. Uh, it's by One Kind featuring Giselle. Uh, so, I know One Kind. You know One Kind from Electro Boys? I totally forgot about him uh-huh. until I saw the script. I was like, uh-huh. wait a minute, One Kind? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember he, he huh? he's this cool member from yeah, yeah. Electro yeah, Boys. Yeah, yeah, it's Randy. Randy. Randy, yes. I, I did not know his... English name, but yeah, we yeah. met oh, okay, a long okay, time okay. ago when I first debuted it. Wow! So yeah, wow. it was nice to see his name here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's actually still been pretty active. You know, he's been uh, trying to do a lot more writing. He's been doing drama OSTs. In fact, on the big N streaming platform, there was a, a big uh, drama. It was called Kumin uh, Sayong Tupio. Yeah, and uh, this is uh, this was really big. It was on the top ten for a long time, and this song "On Fire" is the opening track for that. And so, funny story about uh, the reason why I mixed this. Um, originally, they had someone who was uh, much more experienced with doing drama soundtracks mix the song. Uh, but because this song was so intricate, it had hip-hop, orchestral, rock, a bunch <laughs> of different elements to it. Uh, the sound was just not coming together. And mm. after around like eight or so revisions with the original mix engineer, they decided, okay, we'll pay you. Thank you. We're going to take this mix somewhere else. And <sighs> because Randy um, and I know each other, he came to me. He's like, John, you got to save me. You got to save me. I, I don't know what's happening with this track, but it's just not coming together. Oh. And so they brought it over and uh, I listened to the original mix. And I was like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm. I can fix this for you. And so I did the first mix for them. And immediately they were like, yeah, this is it. This is way better. <laughs> um, and so I felt uh, I felt like uh, very um, relieved. Mm. And uh, just I, I was I was glad that I could help them with that and just understand their sound. Mm. Um and so it came together really nicely. Um, but I think there's just one thing that was really difficult about this track for, for even me. And it, it was with Giselle's voice. Uh, mm-hmm. She has a pretty thin voice. And because the track is so large and mm-hmm. it's so heavy. With so many instruments, yeah, so many things blending in together. Yeah, it was hard to fit her into that and let her stay on top. And so that's one part where I struggled. And even for them, uh, we had to go back a few times on revisions to fix her voice. Mm-hmm. But luckily, it came out all right. Um, but by the time that my mix was done, the drama already had to air. And so uh, what happened what was happened, what happened? so he, here's what happened um the actually the opening for the drama like when you're watching the drama it had to be the original mix 
So it had to be the one that they were not happy with. So it might not sound the best. Oh. Uh, but if you actually go into streaming services and search for this song, there's one where Super B's on it as well. Both of those are mixed by me. Mm. So you'll hear a big difference in the sound between the actual soundtrack that plays on TV and the ones that you'll listen to on streaming services. So there are two different versions of there this. There are multiple, multiple versions. versions. There's four versions right now, actually. <gasps> Um, so there is the two, there's the English and Korean version that went onto the actual TV program. And there is the English and Korean version that are on streaming platforms that I did. Mm. Yeah, I haven't seen this TV uh-huh. series yet. But uh-huh. now that I heard all this story, uh-huh. I think when I watch the, the mm. series, it will definitely, I'll keep it in mind. Yes. Oh, all right. Let's take a listen to it then. Here is On Fire by One Kind featuring Giselle. That was On Fire by One Kind featuring Giselle. And you're listening to John's Jams on Wonder Hours with Hedim. <laughs> what a grand intro. Right, hmm. right. It's a huge song. There are so many cinematic elements to this song. That was what made it really difficult for me as well. Uh, because um, they wanted to have that hip-hop hard-hitting sound. Uh, but in a mix, uh, when you have so many different things competing, it's hard for one thing to be strong. Because when everything is strong, yeah. nothing is strong. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's like you have to have these parts that are able to, like, in Korean we say, mm-hmm. but um, uh, if everything is, if everything is pointing their fingers out mm. at the same time, it's like you're just getting pushed by a wall. Right. right. It has to work in harmony. Right. And so I had to talk with the producer multiple times. I remember I told him, like, um, if you want this to, like, hit and if you want it to stay alive then you have to give up certain elements and Mm. so that was a a tough uh that was a tough pill to swallow for him because uh he had so many great ideas especially Mm. with his orchestral elements and the hip-hop elements but um we found a good little balance where certain sections would be more cinematic like there was an interlude where we let the cinematics shine could definitely feel that Right, and uh, where Randy or One Kind's parts come in, we let the hip-hop elements shine. Mm. And with Giselle's part, it's more orchestral as well. I love their vocal and rap parts. Yeah. It sounded amazing in their chemistry. Uh They worked well, their voices worked so well together. For sure, for sure. So how many instruments were there all together? (laughs) Over 200. Oh my gosh. Over 200 for this one. I was thinking like, 10 but over 200. Over 200 (gasps) tracks for this. I think vocal tracks, there were maybe like... 60, 70, something like that. But the rest of it was all instruments. Wow. Um, so yeah, it was how, definitely over 200 tracks. How did tracks. you work all of that together? So this is an industry trade secret, but we don't <laughs> uh, we don't actually touch up each individual instrument. Oh. Uh, when you have that many things, you have to start grouping things together mm-hmm. and working to that with them like as little clusters right except for things that are really important like something like the kick or the snare uh, or the lead vocal those things obviously we work on them separately and let them shine but uh, let's say like there's a violin a viola a cello and a contrabass we basically wrap that all together and we work on that as a whole Mm. to kind of lessen the workload Mm. yeah but like you said i could definitely hear the cinematic vibe right from the intro right, it was right. uh, oh uh-huh. i could already feel the magnificent uh kind of uh-huh. vibe and now yeah. i really want to watch the t- yeah. tv series i heard it's really great i haven't watched it either but um i, I think it's a little scary too is it oh <laughs> yeah, so, oh yeah i heard yeah. the uh storyline yeah yeah and by the way i loved giselle's voice oh yeah 
She she sounds really good on it. It um, wasn't what I was expecting. I was mm-hmm. expecting because you you said thin voice. Right, right, I was right. expecting maybe a little s- sweet oh. type of voice, but oh, oh yeah. R and B vibe, yes, so cool, yes, yes. so hip. Yeah, it was really hard to fit her on top of that. And so there's a lot more reverb on it on her voice than I would have personally liked. Mm-hmm. But the producer really wanted her to have presence across the track, mm-hmm. and so we we had to find a spot where she had enough. In Korea, we would say bugegam. Mm-hmm. In English, I'd say maybe oomph to sit on top of such a heavy track. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it was nice to hear one kind. Yeah, he's great. He's Please so tell him my, I said hello. <laughs> yes, will do, will do. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so John, what's the next song you have for us today? All right, this is a former label mate of yours. Ah. Um, so we're talking about Susie here, and this is her song, Sober. Uh, this is track three off of her 2018 album, Faces of Love. Mm. And so the reason why I brought this one in uh, was because this was actually my first big mix for a, a major label company in Korea. Mm. Um, originally, what happened was... Um, the, the writers for this song are close friends of mine. It's uh, Isaac Khan, Andrew Choi, Aaron Kim, and EJ. Um, they're all uh, amazing writers. They normally work more for SM, but they oh, also do this for um, Susie as well. Um, and <laughs> this is really funny too, but I actually wrote a song to compete with them for this. Um <laughs> So what happened I, to that song? Uh, it never got released. Ah. Never got, they, they didn't pass it. The A&R apparently didn't like our song as much. <laughs> but it was okay because I still got to mix the song that actually went on the, the album. Yep, you still um, got to work on the album. Yeah, and, and the reason why was... Um, uh, so everyone was nearing the deadline for releasing or for sending in the demos. And uh, we had just finished our track. I wrote mine with Sophia Pei and... Um, uh, distract. They do a lot of stuff for JYP. They also do mm. a lot of Twice stuff as well. Um, but we had just sent ours in. But then Andrew, my friend, he reached out to me. He's like, "Yo, we're really tight on time, and we need to finish this Susie track." And I was in my head, I was like, "Am I supposed to do this for him? He's our competitor." But no, he's a good friend of mine, right? Mm. And so I decided, "Yeah, I'll help you out." And so I mixed his demo for him. I tuned their vocals, and then I mixed the demo, and. I guess I made it sound too good because oh. they got their placement and oh. we did it. But yes. um, congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> but um, they got their placement and they liked the demo mix so much that they were like, um, "Hey, John, uh, we got the placement uh, and we want you to mix the actual release as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can make it sound as good as the demo, that would be perfect." And so I, I was obviously honored to do that. This was my first big mix for a major label and so yeah that's how it happened they sent me the vocals i i tuned suzy and i um i mixed the whole thing and i sent it over and this was a really uh affirming moment for me as mix engineer because i was struggling at that point because um i had been in korea for two years but i haven't had any major um releases i haven't been able to get any major gigs with these big companies must have been quite uh, nerve-wracking it was nerve-wracking uh was it like, different working on a bigger label um working with a bigger company not necessarily it was actually a lot easier and when when i say that it was really affirming for me the reason was because i sent in the mix and they didn't ask for any revisions jyp wow. just they were like this is great thank you <gasps> we're done are you serious and so in one go they were happy with my mix oh my and so I think that was the biggest affirmation for me they they yeah. just they loved it and it was 
just said and done. And so wow. that, that was really big for me. And that really boosted my confidence as an engineer Definitely. at that point. As someone mm-hmm. who was in JYP for 13 years, I can uh-huh. tell you that that's the best compliment you can get from JYP. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so that was really great for me. Looking back right now for me personally, uh, just because it's been six years now since this has come out, I've grown a lot as an engineer and a producer. And I would definitely do things differently, uh, just especially with what I know now. But for the time... I think this is something that I was really proud of. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's take a listen. Here's Sober by Suji. That was Sober by Suji. She mm-hmm. sounded so sweet. Yeah. The song is very mm-hmm. sweet and light, yeah. delightful to listen to. Yeah. What would you have done differently? Because it sounds fantastic as it is. Well, I think the vocals sound really good. I mean, Susie's actually a great singer. A she lot of is. people uh, don't know this. And they, they think idols, oh yeah, they're not the best. But she's actually a great vocalist. Um, what I would have done differently is I would have done the bass a little bit differently because uh at the time i had a different set of speakers i didn't have the speakers i have now and i couldn't hear the extension down to the really low low end Mm -hmm. and so when i listen to it now on my set of speakers i feel like it's a little bit messy down there Mm -hmm. um and i feel like i could have cleaned that up a little bit better but at the time i wouldn't have been able to catch that i wouldn't have been able to hear that uh so just now, if I had to do it again, I would have probably listened back on headphones a few more times to just catch <laughs> that. Um, but other than that, I still think it sounds nice and clean. And I it think, does. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell at all. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I owe it a lot to the production as well. Mm. A lot of those percussive elements and those claps and things like that, those were really creative elements. Mm. Um, and I think they, they did it really well. One sound that really stood out to me was this bubbly oh. bubble kind of sound. Yes, what, what, yes. what instrument was that? Uh, it's literally, I think it's just a bubble sound somewhere. Oh. Uh, it's not an instrument. It's a sample that uh, the producers found uh, wow. of just like a bubble popping or like a I water like that. droplet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really creative. It really uh, mm. went well went along well with the song yes Mm. for sure did you work on any other JYP songs after this so I've done a few uh but so I always get uh the the emails where they send uh the references and Mm -hmm. they send this big uh basically a slideshow saying this is our next release for this this and this and this is the concept that we want and so i've sent a few tracks over unfortunately none of them came to fruition not yet Um, (laughs) not yet hopefully in the future but um you know these days actually i've been putting my focus more towards the r&b and hip-hop and indie scene so Mm -hmm. i haven't really been focusing a lot on the major companies for their you know, their idol releases. Mm. But, but are you interested in idol music too? Are you interested in becoming an idol again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated. Then. You graduated? And I'm happy with that. Mm. Yeah. I'm just well, going to keep it as a good memory. Well, I mean, for me, if, if the opportunity comes, then for sure. But right now, I'm, I'm happy doing the music that I'm doing right now because um, even coming to Korea, I, I came... Uh, loving Korean music I came while listening to Zion T Crush and Jay Park these kinds of people not necessarily like idols right mm. and I'm I'm happy that I'm able to work with those artists now and um, I, yeah like I said I'm happy where I am um, I, I feel like I'm making real music right now so I think that's really nice mm, I think you mm. have a very wide music repertoire mm-hmm. and that's very nice mm-hmm. <laughs> alright let's move on to our next song what will that be so this is 얼마나 더 or The Warmest Gift by Sosubin hmm. 
And s o s u b i n is really up and coming these days. He's on this big program right now. Originally, before this program, he was already really big in the indie scene. But he's also just grown so much more exponentially now. And working with this, working with him on this project, it really introduced me to who he was. And um, watching him on TV as well, it just, it reflects exactly who he is. He's a meticulous guy. He is very particular about every single part of his vocal. And fun fact, you know, um, most vocalists, I'm sure you know this too, but when you come into the studio record, to record, you yeah. have a vocal director. Someone will tell oh, you, yes. uh, do this differently, do this differently, sing it like this. He doesn't come in with the vocal producer. He is one of the few people that is able to direct and produce his own vocals. He'll mm-hmm. do a few takes and he'll know instantly, oh, I've got to do that again. He'll sing another take and be like, yeah, this is the one. This is fine. And um, once he's done with all his lead vocals, he comes up with all his backgrounds, all his harmonies just on the spot by wow. himself off the top of his head. And just so professional. If that's uh, aside from being professional. <laughs> that's just something that's really rare. Because when mm. you're in the studio um, and you have the headphones on, yes, you can hear yourself the same way we can hear ourselves right now. But you can't really focus on yourself. Right. So uh-huh. it, it's important to have someone there to guide you. Right. It's nice right. to have someone to guide you through. Right, right. Because most of the time for these artists, their main priority is to perform well in the studio. It's not to listen. Mm-hmm. And so we have separate people to listen on that performance and to make sure that it's good. It's hard to find someone that's able to do both at the same time. But right. he's one of those rare cases where he's able to do that. And wow. so I was really, really. Really honored to be able to work with him um, and after the recording he was really happy with the sound of the recording and mm-hmm. he, asked, he asked me to mix this track for him and I did and it was, it was amazing it was an amazing track uh, my good friend Shun actually did the track for him he's a guitarist uh-huh. um, by trade but he also produces as well he's a guitarist for like uh, Akdong Musician, Zion T, wow. Jay Park he does guitars for basically everyone across the country right now but he, he's um, also a great producer and he's been producing these indie tracks as well so Definitely be on the lookout. Hmm. Did, did the re- recording take a long time? Not as long as you would expect. Um, if you have someone coming in alone, uh, generally you could expect uh, the recording to take anywhere from maybe like four to six hours. Oh. Uh, but for him, I think it took less than three Listen for the entire song. Without yeah. a guide. Uh-huh. You know, that really reminds me of Sunny Oppa. Because mm. when he was in JRP, I remember that he would just come into the studio, uh-huh. rap yeah. his part, his song, and uh-huh. then just leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> and say, you choose. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I liked it. Uh-huh. It was great. Anyway, so uh-huh. Kuryang, you, you choose. For sure. So I love that confidence. Mm-hmm. And it was just so cool to see someone coming in without a guide. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's rare. Uh-huh, it's you very really rare. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what else? What about the guitar? Was he oh. influenced by somebody? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I forgot to mention, but Sean's biggest influence in sound for all of his productions is, is John Mayer. John and so Mayer. When, you, Mayer. when you listen through this track, you're going to hear that. Uh, there are a lot of guitar elements and tones that uh, are just direct 
copies of John Mayer's tone or wow. the best that we could. I can already uh-huh. tell it's going to be amazing. It's a really warm and fuzzy sounding track. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he played with his el- electric guitar? Yeah, electric. Uh, uh-huh. When the Wonder Girls worked as a band, mm-hmm. I was a I was the guitarist. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then when I first got my electric guitar, I uh-huh. named it John Mayer. Oh, oh right on, right yeah, on. That, yeah. it, you can tell how much of a big fan I am. Yeah, John Mayer is great. John Mayer is great. I went to his concert when he came to Korea. Oh, really? Just to listen to the song Gravity Live. Oh, yeah, that's that's the oh one. Gosh. That's the one for sure. He mm-hmm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, then let's listen to it right away. Here is Hosubin with Almanato, The Warmest Gift. That was Hosubin with Almanato, The Warmest Gift. Wow, it's a sweet song. It is very sweet. I'm sad I just found out about this song. Oh man, this is this is a good one. It's perfect for, you know, the winter days when you want to j- just get a little cozy, Absolutely. grab a, uh, a little hot choco or something oh, yeah. and, and listen to this by the fire or something like this. Um, I remember when this was first released, this was actually a holiday release for him and he invited us to uh, his live concert oh. and uh, we, we got to go and what was really cool was he did the set list of all of his best songs but they were all turned into Christmas-themed uh, songs. And he arranged it all himself, which was even more wow. mind-blowing. He had a horn section and everything. And the fact that him as just a singer is able to arrange for all those different instruments, it, that's just mind-boggling to me. Wow. That he's so multi-talented. Um, and it, it really shows. When you just listen to his voice, you can hear uh, the warmth, but also the confidence, oh, right? Yeah, in him, yeah. He knows how to use his voice to sound like your namja chingu. Right. His <laughs> you know voice I mean? itself is an instrument. Yes, for sure. And namja chingu, yes, uh, the song mm-hmm. makes me want to fall in love again. Right. It feels right. very bubbly, that mm-hmm. kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Your, your first date yes. kind of feeling. And who wrote the lyrics? I love it. It's him. He oh, he wrote his own lyrics? Yeah, of course. Of course. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I love this. I love this. I'm yeah. going to listen to this after the show. For sure, yes. <laughs> uh, like the title, it says the warmest uh, gift. Yeah. It, this song itself is a gift. Yes, I, I absolutely think so. Mm, mm-hmm. You must... Have you must have been really happy working with this? Yeah, while I, I, you were working with the song, it, you know, for me, actually, it wasn't until after the fact that I realized, wow, this is actually amazing. Because mm-hmm. when I was working with him at first, you know, uh, we worked with a lot of different types of artists, but uh, when you have an artist that's so meticulous and so, um, so like, uh, perfectionist he's like such a perfectionist it can kind of be difficult for us engineers because um it's like you're working with someone who's uh just so picky that uh (laughs) i i won't say too much but you kind of get what i'm saying right Mm -hmm. um but after the fact i realized you know it, it wasn't that he was trying to like be mean Mm -hmm. or anything it's just that he was so particular about his craft and Mm -hmm. i I found a new respect for him and uh ever since then we've been working together on a lot of different things as well and we've become close friends we're the same age actually oh Oh, really so yeah 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 oh i want to find out more about this singer yeah Wow, I, I still have that yawn yeah, left yeah. inside he has me. A lot of great I don't songs. want to move on with this song. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have another great artist coming up. Yes. And someone who was actually a former label mate of yours also. Oh, can you tell us who is this? Yes, so this is my main man. This is G-Soul. Um, if you're a One Fine Day listener, then you'll know that I, I'm his 
uh, main producer, and I help him with a lot of his music, and we're the closest of friends. Mm, and he's um, amazing. Yeah, I would argue that he's one of the best R&B singers in Korea at the moment. The way that he's able to riff and run, it's it's unparalleled. His voice, it's like butter. The way that it mm-hmm. slides down the stairs like that, like you know, it's if incredible. you're if you look <laughs> at a graph, right? Like when we tune vocals, uh, there are lines for the notes, right? And um, a lot of singers, they can be shaky and when they're trying to do riffs and runs, it might not be uh, like perfect steps going down. Like um, It might be kind of more of a slide. Right. But um, with G-Soul, his notes are so precise. <gasps> it looks like a, a set of stairs going up and down sometimes. Wow. Just that's how precise he is. And that just speaks to the amount of voice control he has. And um, I really like working with him just because he has that control and so when he trusts me to be his vocal producer I can throw at him any line and give him any challenge and he's able to pull it off wow. and so that leads to endless possibilities for me as vocal producer so it must be mm-hmm. so much fun working with him it's because so he makes everything fun. possible right you exactly. just throw something at him and like, he does it right on spot <laughs> like there are certain songs where um he's singing the melody right and it might be in an interesting range where it's not perfect for him but I tell him you know this song really needs like an octave higher than that still uh, just in the backgrounds and although it's like way too high for any normal human he's like okay I can do it oh. and he, he'll he'll do it a few times and he'll pull it off and then wow. I would tell him you know that same line hey we need an octave down too and so he'll do that and it's just <laughs> it's perfect right so he's able to hit that triple octave on certain lines wow um, he's such a talented artist he's got a huge range mm-hmm. and the control over his vocal voice is just it's unparalleled and um this song uh, that we're listening to it's called another day Mm. and this is one of my favorite songs of his he has a lot of amazing songs but i think this one is special to both of us because Mm. this is one where we both really got to be what i would say quote unquote real musicians Ah. um a lot of songs that we do as artists and producers, it's not necessarily music that we like, but instead music that we think will sell or hit our target audience a little bit better. Um, but this one, we really got to focus on the music that we like, especially because for this, we were working with Yoon seok uh-huh. Do you Do you know who he is? He's a keyboard player. He did a lot of stuff for Zion T as well. He mm-hmm. has a trio. Um, but he's one of the most talented jazz pianists in Korea. Um, but we got to work with him. And so that really expanded our possibilities right because he's such an amazing keyboardist and arranger and Jisoo is such an amazing vocalist uh, we really got to kind of go out there and um, we got to kind of express ourselves a little better so for this lyrically wise um, both of uh, us me and Jisoo we're both Christians and we Mm. both um, have our ups and downs right and so we got to write about our struggling faith at times and how um, although it's difficult sometimes you just gotta move along it's another day right I think many people can relate to this right and so we got to be real with our lyrics and we got to be experimental with our melodies and vocals and the the arrangement by Yoon Seok Chor is just so amazing it's a Latin fueled kind of uh, trio based Mm. track and it's it's just it's really good Uh, but is it did you still keep the R&B genre Uh, if you listen to Jisoo's voice and the kinds of lines that he does, I would say yes. Mm. Uh, but the track itself, I would call it more Latin inspired. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Fantastic. Well, John, thank you so much for bringing such wonderful songs to share with us, as well as you for your insights. We'll see you next week, John. See you next week. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. We're not only going to say bye to John, but close the show with this song as well. So here is Another Day by G Soul. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day. See you tomorrow.